is the Schaefer Baseball Report, an inside look at America's pastime. From Little League all the way to the big leagues. Now here's your host, former Major League infielder Jeff Schaefer. Everybody, Schaefer Baseball Report, Friday edition. Uh, we skipped last week. Got a lot of things going on with big league camp, which, yeah. was, which was a good time. Um, talk about that a little bit. Uh, we had the All-Star Game go on out here, which was a lot of fun mm-hmm. and uh, a free event that uh, we had a lot of talent. Um, what else did we have going on last week? We had tournaments, both fields going, both uh, Waddell and uh, Tuck CG Dreamfields going on last week. And, uh, you know, I, I give Andrew a little bit of credit. I'm going to like, <laughs> I'm have to, like, bump him up and, you know, as far as tools go. Everybody's <laughs> trying to give him more tools, but he does a hell of a job keeping everything going around here and giving me a chance to disappear from time to time. Um, I'm working on my golf game though, hard, every day. Well, we got the U.S. Open going on. Oh yeah, we do. We got that going on. I haven't yeah. worked on my sand game yet because I usually not in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm working on the wood. I'm, right? I'm working on my woods game. <laughs> if I'm in the sand, I'm doing yeah, good, man. My punch out shots. I'm some. I'm somewhere on the uh, on the track. Um, so summer started. Uh, schedules are out. People are playing um, at, at all levels now. It's interesting because uh, the younger guys will start to fizz out mm-hmm. unless they're these crazed freaking coaches that want to take their kids to Texas and Atlanta at, at 10, 11 and 12 years old and not stop all through the summer, yeah. play 60, 70 games. And it happens. Oh, it's just, it's nuts. I mean, mm-hmm. he's, you know, and, and I don't know that it's, we know it's not for the kids. It's who's ever setting up these schedules and running these events. Yeah. Um, the summer showcase schedule, as far as our kids go, the recruitable ages, uh, you know, that that's in full bloom right now something going on every weekend where well, you, you can go down to Atlanta every weekend if you want. Right. Um, I don't know that, you know, the recruiters flock down there all the time, but uh, you know, Atlanta always has something going on at PV at the, uh, the PVR well, Lake point, which Lake is, point. you know, but man, Lake point right now with 104, 105 degree temperature on that <laughs> turf. Might that, be a little much, man. I'm telling you, there's gotta be some people dropping. How about being a catcher? Yeah. Through that event, you know, I mean, you you played. I mean, there's certain fields. Like, was it like the Cincinnati turf when you? Yeah, were there? but although this turf is a little bit different, it's much nicer. Oh, it's much nicer. And not but as you know what? I mean, so it's like when we were in uh, we play in Kansas City and the dugouts were sunken. Yeah, and your head is basically field level. You couldn't see the player because of the heat waves. The steam it's, rising right off. Oh, it was nuts! And then yeah. you come off the field and you have to take your shoes off and put your feet in a bucket of ice. <laughs> that was uh, that was vicious, man. But that the, the turf gets that way. I mean, so there's benefits and then there's you know. There's things that are not so not so beneficial, um, but you know what? I want to talk about perception with you know people going to all these events all the time. You know, it's I, I know that everybody wishes the best and wants their kid to be found and seen, mm-hmm. and 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 the game and it doesn't work that way. You know, it, it definitely doesn't work that way. You have to have some, you have to be uh, identified somewhere along the way early, whether it's through your organization or whether mm-hmm. you went to one of these events and somebody. You know, like you. Now I'm not saying identified by PBR or PG or all these guys. You know, putting up these rankings and, um, you know, I mean that that's not it because those that that's fake news to me across the board. I mean, we yeah. know we know the top dudes are easy, right? Sure. I, I, one year, my, my my nephew was ranked 400. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna get any dates being ranked 400, dude. Right. right. You know, but he, you know, if you know the kid and you know the player, he's far better than 400. Yeah. But he just didn't, you know pay the money to go to all these events. I think you're going to land where you're going to land. I I think the best thing is to be, and it's hard for a lot of the kids and the parents to be realistic with themselves. Mm -hmm. I think that the parents know and the player knows deep down where they belong and what is a good fit for them. 
but sometimes they don't want to say that out loud really yeah well you did it's a lot of times you're dealing with people that don't you know don't live in our world and understand you know mm -hmm. what the talent is at the next level they only see it at this level here right so you're comparing you know you're comparing to what you're you're playing against or with all the time you're not comparing to what's being recruited you mm -hmm. know across the country so your son is a division two pitcher mm -hmm. right so what was the process for you i mean i mean obviously he, he wanted to be a d1 guy and you know yeah and I, my, you know my as me eventually becoming a d3 pitcher when i was finishing up college yeah but you didn't start as a d3 pitcher right no i started as an outfielder right so i went to and i just knew that it's not d1 or bust and it's not because clearly some d3 schools and d2 schools are better than some d1 schools and vice versa mm -hmm. so it's where you're going to play and where you're going to fit in and how you're going to be able to get better that's the ultimate goal if you want to do play at the next level it's where you're going to get better and you need to play to get better right sitting on the bench isn't really going to do you much um certainly tons of guys are in the big leagues from a d2 school d3 school certainly high school so i just think that he's in a good situation he's he's pitching up in new jersey this summer but he's, he's doing well and i think he should be in a good spot come next year does he have aspirations to pitch professionally if it works out I think he does. I uh -huh. think he's working hard, and I think that he's not banking on that. But I think that's, you know, deep down, I think that's your plan A, B, and C, and then we'll see what happens next. I mean, I really didn't have a plan B. I might have way in the back of my head, but I think that uh, you hear a lot of the, you know, musicians or, or actors or baseball players, that's their plan A, and that's their only plan. Right. And you give it 100%, and there'll be enough time later on to get a job. Yeah. No, or get a tent on a sidewalk. Or get a tent on a sidewalk. <laughs> That's what it comes down to now. Yeah, you can become homeless because you just put all your eggs in one basket. So, you know, you make a good point, though. Everybody, every, you know, everybody gets enamored by, especially with College World Series going on right now, right? Everybody wants to be in that environment of 15,000, 16,000 people. It, it doesn't happen that way. It happens for that small group right there. Sure. And it happens going through the regionals, super regionals, you know, it, it, you know, you get these, this lightning in a bottle and, mm -hmm. but that's not the reality of college baseball across the board. I mean, no. you know, there's times you're playing in front of your mom and dad and that's, you know, that's, that's about the packed house. Exactly. Yep. Well, that's um, where self-motivation comes in, right? Right. You know, that's why you're playing the game. You're self-motivated. Right. So that, that's, that's, that's the key. I mean, it's, I have had this, this conversation with my son. He was like, you know, last weekend was kind of a, you know, last weekend for us was a spring training event, mm -hmm. right? It was, there's no tournament involved. Like we're going into the, the black bear uh, in a couple of weeks. We're going down to PBR where, you, you know, you chase something, right? It's fun. You play in those tournaments and you want to come out, win in your bracket and get into the, uh, get into the playoff, the playoff rounds. But for me last week was just, okay, I had new players, you know, bunt situations. I should have bunted. I'm not bunting. You know what I mean? I got to see what this guy can do. I got to see if this guy can swing. So at the end of that weekend, Dylan says to me, you know, man, that wasn't as fun as chasing a state championship. <laughs> Duh. Yeah, right. Kidding. Play for the Mariners for three years. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're not chasing anything, dude, other yeah. than staying in the big leagues and getting your paycheck. Exactly. You know, and, and being enamored by what's around you in terms of, you know, you're a big league guy, but you got to be, you got to figure out when you're out there on these weekends and there's nobody around and nothing going on, yeah, you got to be self-motivated. Like you said, you got to be prepared to get better. You know, you never know who's out there. I mean, you never know who's sitting out there that can make a phone call and make a difference. For exactly. You. Right. It may not be that person, but you know, with a, you know, a couple of degrees of separation, somebody knows somebody, sure. Hey, I saw this guy or I know this kid, I know this parent, so on, et cetera. But it's definitely about, you know, self-motivation and you getting out there and pitching or, or playing as hard as you can all the time because 
you play in a tournament this weekend, yeah, your friends and family are there. And quite honestly, that's probably more parents or more people you will see at a 15, 16 U event than you might see in a, in a college event or even certainly a low minor league event. Right. Right. So talk about recruiters a little bit. Okay. I mean, tough gig to be a college coach. I mean, it's, it is an absolute grind. You, you jump into this for the love of the game. You don't go into like college football or college basketball and not get paid or run a big camp. Right. And, you know, you can make a living being in a, being an assistant or being even a, uh, a volley. Um, and a lot, in a lot of programs in baseball, it's, it's, it's ex- extremely difficult. So I think what's happened along the way, uh, with this, with the portal is we're, we're kind of getting some, some of these guys are going brain dead in terms of what they're looking for in terms mm-hmm. of talent. Right. And I don't mean brain dead in a sense, like, you know, you, you're idiots. It's just, you don't, all you got to do is go into the portal and you run statistics and things like that. And then you try to figure out, you know, and then you make a couple phone calls. That's not recruiting. Right. Right. You haven't absolutely seen it. So, you right. Because you can search for, oh, I need, I need a Fort number four guy. I need home runs. I need a, a, a base dealer. Right. I need a couple arms that are 90 plus, you know, yeah. whatever. And then just go in there and pick them out. And then you just select. And then yeah. you, just, you know, you reach out to them, get some video and go, you know, come on. You, That's it. You're welcome. So it's, you know, I had this conversation with the, with a couple guys the other day. <laughs> Excuse me. That, um, you know, the, the, the eyes on the high school kid are really difficult right now. Mm-hmm. So they've lost the projectability part in their recruiting. That's the part where I'm saying they're kind of going a little bit brain dead. They're yeah. not, they're not looking at something that's 150 pounds of projecting it to be 170, 175 and going, okay, this kid's going to be a dude. They're going after portal guys that pretty much physical already. Sure. And in, heading into their man body and trying to make a difference. I don't know how this thing is going to dry up or when it's going to catch up. You can't, I mean, you can't seem to put your finger on it, but when it does, you haven't developed anybody. Right. And the kids that are getting developed or the kids that are staying put, maybe losing out, but I'm not, you know, you know, very informed on the transfer portal. It does seem like the wild, wild West mm-hmm. almost seems like AAU basketball from what I hear, where it's just kids going anywhere and everywhere and playing. Um, but eventually it kind of has to stop. It just feels like that kids just, you know, leave for whatever the reasons are, money could be a possibility nowadays, a better program, better team, better coach, or something they told. For the most part, and I'm saying this as a person who transferred, you know, twice in college, uh-huh. the grass isn't always greener. Right. Um, if you're at a good place now and people like you and you're having a good time and you're and you're playing ball, it's probably the most important thing. Trying to go chase something at a different school isn't always the best answer. I'm not saying it didn't work or, or it won't work. Or it may not be the, or it may be the best answer, but you really have to sit back and I think think about it a little bit before you actually just, yep, I'm in the portal. Yeah, it's got to be purpose. Yeah, you know, not just uh, I'm not playing, I'm not you know. And there's the other part about it is like some of these guys don't, they don't want to fight for their job. They're right. not, they're not used to fighting for their Correct. job, right? They 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 pay to play, and they get you know they 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 write a check and they're going to get X amount of at bats a weekend and playing X amount of games, and then they step into college where it's a whole different world and. You may not play for four years. No, same thing I told my son. I spoke to a few other guys that I played, you know, pro ball with. I know that me and you talk a lot. When when I send my son off to college, I sent one off already. When I send my other one off and everyone else, the, all the dads that I talk to, you need to go in there and be ready to produce. If you don't see yourself being a starter in the spring mm-hmm. and the fall is here now, you need to kind of earn your way in the fall and to open up some eyes for the right. spring or when you get your – five at-bats in two weeks in the spring, unfortunately, those at-bats mean a lot. You need to produce. Mm-hmm. You get a hit three times out of that five, or you throw, 
you know, if you can't pitch when it's 10 nothing, he's certainly not going to pitch you when it's one nothing. Right. So you need to take advantage of every opportunity you get going on that field. Yeah, that, that, that's a great point. I mean, I'm sure you've pitched in those games as well, the mop-up sure. games, and yeah. then you've been the guy that's been in, in the And nut, those are the, the most important games in the world to me yeah. when I got in there, right? Because if you don't pitch for two weeks, all of a sudden you're getting into pitch when it's 10 nothing. Here's your opportunity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, show that you deserve to be in deserve. the 5 nothing game. Exactly, yeah. exactly. You know, but again, it's, it, it's funny because, you know, the, the makeup now – you know, the word is entitlement, and that's not always fair, right? The word entitlement is not always fair because, you know, you and I have had this conversation. I mean, I, I think you and I parent a lot alike when I'm hanging out with him. He's kind of hard on those guys, too. And, you know, I had, I had to send my boys a text today, like, Dad knows he's rough on the edges. Just understand I love you, man. <laughs> that went out this morning because yeah, 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 yeah. I was feeling, you know, feeling guilty about something. and uh, yeah. But in reality, my family never would have felt guilty about saying about that. My parents and things, they were like, you know, like, you know, wise up, dude. Like, you know, yeah. go do your thing and, and uh, you know, and make it happen. But, you know, these kids don't, um, they don't know how to fight for something. They don't know how to grind. They don't know how to be like, you know, I'm at the bottom of the pack. How do I get through this thing? I mean, tell people, like, we go into spring training, right? Our first spring training. <laughs> you think you're something 75. special? <laughs> you think something special, and you're sharing a locker with six guys: two from the Dominican, one from Venezuela, sure. one from New Jersey, one, from, you know, and it's yeah. and it's and it's a nightmare, right? And all of a sudden, you're looking around, and you're going, "Wow, man, look at all these people, look at all these players." And then you go to your field, right? Then it min minimize down. Okay, now I got ten guys I got to beat out, but in reality, I got thirty to get yeah. to the big leagues. So you know. All of a sudden, you know, you see guys. We saw guys fold fast, be out of there in one year, gone, 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 gone. That's right, yeah, because they don't, they don't love the game, and maybe they don't love competing for that job, and they just think it's a, it's a waste of time. And if you think it's a waste of time or it's not worth it, then it's not for you, and that's fine. Make a decision to leave, and that helps out us. Yeah. But there's something to going out there and battling and producing, and because numbers don't lie, and the cream will rise. So you stick with it long enough, and you and your numbers prove it eventually. It's going to, but I've been saying that to my kids since they're little. The cream will rise. You feel like you're getting, you know, you know, uh, jumped over for this spot or that spot. Don't worry about it. Eventually, things are going to shake out where they're supposed to be. So you and I are probably, you know, we were, we certainly weren't bonus babies. No, right. So, so, no, so we go in like, you know, what's your name, kid? You Seriously. Know? And 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 you get and you have to grind and grind through that. Um, I don't know, man. I just I don't I don't see I don't see the uh, I don't see the guy. And I can only parallel to what I thought, right? And you're probably similar because, I mean, for us, for guys like us to get there and John Ennis to get there, we had to do something different than the guy that was so talented, right? Certainly. So for me, it was always like, okay, how do I, how do I become the best that I can possibly be, right? Mm -hmm. And how do I go – how do I become the best player in the game one day? And that's how I go to the park every day, right? So I'd go to the park thinking, okay, I got Griffey Jr. on the field. I got Vizquel on the field. I got Edgar Martinez on the field. Randy Johnson. I got a Hall of Fame guys on the field, yeah. right? Like, how can I be better than them just today, you know, and maybe go three for four and, you know, do something special. And Griffey goes one for four. You know, he's still a greater player than I am. Sure. But that's not the mindset. The mindset of a lot of people is, like, oh, man, you know, the body language of people I see now is, is horrible. No. The, the mindset needs to be in your mindset was certainly let me contribute. How am I going right. to contribute today? How am I going to help them out? How mine was how am I not going to get sent down? That's <laughs> exactly. what mine was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you guys probably had a where you had a certain <coughs> day where shape maybe you weren't swinging it well and you're going to drop maybe a couple punts. You mm -hmm. try and feel yourself out. 
before you're playing the game, right? Yeah. I think a lot of kids kind of lack that today. It's like maybe in BP, I mean, they're they're not hitting anything in the cage, and they're like, okay, maybe maybe I'll drop down a bunt today, see what happens. Yeah. I, I think you're. I think a lot of players kind of miss that um, that third instinct or that that. That that extra instinct before games. Well, it well there is no instinct. Right. The, the that's the one thing that we have growing up is we played in play we say in the street, right? So that's where, you know, whatever field we could jump in, or we played it right in our street. We set up, you know, a, a game there, yeah. and we developed our instincts. You develop. I think the thing that <coughs> you developed without even realizing it is that you're just trying to have success, mm-hmm. and I think that so many, and this isn't really a bad thing. I think looks are important. But I think that a lot of players in the youth level, middle school, high school, even some college, are worried about how they look when they're hitting, fielding, pitching, yeah. as opposed to just letting it go Production. and just yeah. catching the ball, throw the ball. You know, you watch – you said Dominicans earlier. You watch them field ground balls. They're just catching the ball. And, and smiling and laughing and, and dancing as they throw it. And- you know, but our guys <clears throat> seem to be – and I say our guys, I mean kids in general. Yeah. You know, when they field the ground ball, they do this fancy – Step where it is, like you know, get to the right of the ball, then they get back to the left of the ball. Oh, I was watching. Or, I was watching you guys know, up just, there. Go just ahead. Catch the ball and throw it. I was watching guys the other day up, and when, when, when we went up to uh, when we went up to New York, um, and they were the heel, the heel. I don't know what they call it, the heel spike when you field. Like that heel is supposed to hit when you field, yeah. and these guys were like. <laughs> Like, don't, don't hurt yourself. So, no, I just pulled a groin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I just, just pulled something. But, you know, these kids are, they're, they're lesson driven where we were pick your own team and go. I, yeah. You know, the other day, a kid threw a bat when I was up there, like flipped the bat to me and I went like this. And I'm, I held it in front of him and he was supposed to, like, remember how I was going to pick the team? Was up. Yeah, no yeah. clue what I was no talking clue. about. I'm like, dude, come on. You know, I was like, nothing. No, you know, maybe you had to go and figure out and then you could get yeah. first pick first pick of the team but these kids are all they're they're evaluated all the time right so they're taking lessons or they're in practice and they're always worried about what somebody else is thinking to your point Mm -hmm. instead of just you know go play let it happen and you know what i was also driven by failure too because you certainly have enough failure eventually you have to change things and figure it out to to get the success you're not going to learn if you're i'm a pitcher and you go out there and you dominate every single time out four or five six innings you're not really learning that much. Your talent, your competition isn't right. the greatest. You need to get hit around, give up some runs, have some errors behind you, go through the hard times. That's how you're going to get better as a fielder and as a hitter. You, you know, you start, you're struggling for a month. You're hitting a buck 50, wherever you're playing, whatever yeah. level, something has to change. You can't keep doing the same right. thing. Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting. And you hope that kids are, the kids are observing what's going on around them. Right. So mm-hmm. last weekend we went one, Oh, one and three, and we should have been four and zero, oh, right? That type of weekend, and it was pitching flat out. I'll tell you, you know, if our kids are listening, you, you know, they they didn't throw the ball well. We had one guy that really threw the ball well. Um, so we at the end of the weekend, you know, I I, I don't I'm not a big like powwow guy after the thing. It's like sure. you know what I try to teach during the game, make my point, move on. Let's pack up the dugout. Let's get let's get out of here. Let's go. But I stopped them for a second. I said, well, you know, what do you think, you know, the reason was that we didn't win games this weekend. And nobody said pitching. I'm like, dude, we ripped the, we ripped the ball. I ripped the cover off the ball. We had more atom balls than, than we, than we needed. And they were like flaring stuff in. And, you know, it was just, it was that, sure. it was that, it was that weekend of baseball. And, um, not paying attention to the game, you know what I mean? Because it's so self-absorbed. Right. In everything they do, 
They're not, I mean, it's, it's even, I, I see I'm working with my son, working with Dylan, you know, he's so like, it's his world, his world. Right. And then it's the first baseman's world. Then it's everybody's worried. Everybody's worried about, you know, is it, uh, you know, who's looking at me? Who's seeing me? Am I being evaluated? Did I do good? Like I get a phone call from a, from a kid coming home the other day from a showcase. And he says, I did pretty good. I said, okay, that's good. Did anybody talk to you? He goes, no. Nobody talked to me. I said, okay, so tell me about what happened. He goes, well, the camp kind of sucked. The format's, you know, like, what do you mean it sucked? He goes, well, I only got one at bat and, like, four ground balls. I'm like, and you did pretty good? (laughs) 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 You know? (laughs) Very small sample size. (laughs) It's horrible. But, you know, that's that's the part of one of the subjects I have here. We can roll into that is the camp thing. Yeah. So I get a – I'm getting a lot of letters now for camps for Mm -hmm. Dylan, and I got to send back – if you did your research, you would know that Dylan's committed to UNCW. Right. You know, don't just mass out, you know, make it professional. Sure. Like, you know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, so you'll get, you know, you'll get a ton of those things. You'll get a, a lot of parents calling going, hey, or saying, you know, oh, yeah, the school's on my kid, man. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get a letter from Clemson. Yeah, the yeah, new yeah. head coach back at just just emailed my kid. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. knows about him. <laughs> he didn't even start on the JV. Yeah. He knows about him. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <clears throat> but going to, I think going to camps are critical if your organization has the ability to call into the, the coaches and say, our guy's coming. We need extra eyes on him. He's a player. And giving him the information before they have to go ahead and Right and process the information because those guys are out there to make money, man. There's the, I mean, there's no two ways about it. I wish, I wish it wasn't that way. That's how they're paying a salary, you know, literally, because there's no money in college baseball coaching, you know. Unless, well, I could say that, but package is probably going to get over a million dollars to go into Clemson, right? But the other guys, <clears> and, yeah, and most other schools, right? The, the assistant coaches, you know. So, um, but the, you know that these, the, you know, you you need to go to camps if you're going to go to a camp that fits your your academic makeup and your athletic makeup. And to go back to what we talked about in the beginning, you want to go where you're going to play. Right. Being realistic with yourself. You know, what, are, what are the odds of playing pro ball? I hate to say that to kids too, because I'm not taking dreams away because somebody looked at me one day and said, dude, what are the odds of you playing pro ball? You're five, six and 120 pounds. And Seriously. you know, you're going to go, you think you're going to play pro ball, you know? Yeah, no. And I was certainly the last thing to think that for myself as well. It's, fun, it's so funny you say that because literally, this is actually a funny story, but my sons, my youngest sons, I think third or fourth grade teacher, right? He knew me and who I was, and we talked about it a little bit. But he said to Caden one day, so Caden was what, nine or ten, something to the effect of, you know, what do you think you're going to play in the major leagues or whatever? Like, it was literally – and so I got to tell you, there's it, that's definitely in the back of his head. I'm not saying it's going to happen. However, <clears throat> there's a chance. There's always a chance. Sure. And uh, – it's a little bit of motivation somewhere in the back of his head, and it will be, I think, for as long as he right. is playing. So and it, some guys take that as motivation, right? Yeah. And other guys take it in full tent and go home. So I went I went to I went to Maryland. My recruiting story, I've told you that I, I was never recruited, right? My mm-hmm. mother got the coach drunk, you know, at the house at dinner one night and he said, Okay, I'll take him. And perfect. I'm, you know, <laughs> it was perfect. <laughs> That's the way to do it. It, it, it. it was perfect. But um you know, the the high school coach, when I, you know, said, oh, I'm going to Maryland. And he said, you'll never play a day there. And, you I mean, it's a waste of time. He's telling this to other guys the year behind me, right? right. Like, and they, <laughs> these are my buddies, man. He's like, you know, you know, and they're like, hey, you got to hear what Ulrich said. I'm like, what, what are you talking about? 
you know, and I, what did I know? I didn't even know what Maryland yeah. was. I didn't even know what the ACC was. I just knew I was going to play college baseball. Right. And he's saying, you'll never play a day. So I never came off the field from the very first game. I played every single game at the University yeah. of Maryland. Never hurt, never nothing. Played every single game. Two years ago, I'm looking for that coach's phone number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I find out he's like 95. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Give me the number. <laughs> I'm like, call him like, hey, dude, I know you know what I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I know what you know. But that's the truth, right? So instead of these knockdowns, like, you know, go get in the gym. Go get go get yourself bigger, stronger, faster. Like, why did you go ask him why you're not playing? Right. Did you ask him why you're not in, you know, in the lineup? You know, I mean, you got to go figure it out. Yeah. And I don't mind that. <clears throat> and when that does happen, the questions happen. I think it is important for the coach to be extremely honest, but the kid also has to be ready for the brutally honest answer. Right. Yeah. You Have know, a plan with realistic expectations. It's That's not going to be a fluff answer. Yes, me, it's not going to be a fluff answer. Right. Right. You know, some people may just give you the answer you want to hear, and I don't, you know. Well, I think I think that goes on a lot in pay for play in showcase baseball. You know, just they're going to tell you what you want to hear, and the truth is, you know, you're not doing them any good. You're not, no, you're, not, you're not helping them. No, and that's why you send that, and that's why you send that text to your sons in the morning because that doesn't happen to my. <laughs> you don't even text them. See, he's harder than I am. He's rougher than I am. Like I, I got like like dad's remorse here, man. I didn't do, do, do too good with my first two because I was never around. I'm trying to do better this time. Yeah. But you know, it's uh, I you know, I, I I if you don't if you don't have the fight in you, you're gonna get eaten alive in this game at some point. It is gonna chew you up. It will it definitely <clears> fast. Will. You know, and, and I gotta tell you, the kids had to fight a little bit. I know you have on your list over there the big league camp where he went to. Mm-hmm. Wasn't so much about baseball that weekend, but I think it was a definitely a grind. Oh my gosh, yeah. oh, it was, it a, was grind. a grind. The kids were freaking worn out. They were yeah. worn out. Yeah, they, I, they, I heard they were asleep on that bus as soon as you guys got pulled out of the parking they lot. They were freaking toast. Yeah. Yep. But that, that was that was a good weekend. That was a fun weekend. And you know, those are the things, those are the experiences that we try to create. Not just uh, okay, we're gonna go to perfect game, we're gonna go to PBR, we're gonna go to Georgia, we're gonna go here, you know, we're gonna do World Wood Battle. Dude, we went and fished, got in canoes with the guys, it was hilarious. You know, they slept in cabins that, you know, yeah. I mean, stinky ass cabins that these guys were, you know, they didn't care. They were just being boys and right. I, I think Donnie Suttles did a great job, you know, it was fun around the campfire and asking questions and um, it, was good stuff. I, it was good stuff and then we did that with the all-star game in the terms of the first things that we said to the kids when they got out there it's just dudes this is recognition yeah hey, yeah there's college recruiters here you know but all you guys belong here so enjoy it have fun enjoy the guys in the in, in the dugout and that was definitely a fun experience i think yeah. all the players you know and the, and the parents loved it um and i think that it'll just continue to get better year yeah. after year yeah. Yeah. It's like everything else we got to do around here. We, we got to keep tweaking it, but yeah, I think yeah. there's more and, you know, more sponsors involved in, in doing what we're doing. And, um, you know, UDACF loves doing things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, you know, just creating, just creating the experience because this is this, like I said, everybody, these kids feel like every place they go, I I'm tired of hearing the, uh, well, what colleges are going to be there or what schools are here? What are like, dude, right. you know what, if you were a freaking dude, they'd all be here. You're not. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, you're yeah, work to be there, <clears throat> right? And now you're 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 in an uphill battle because you're fighting the portal as a high school kid, yeah, as well as everything else. You know, I mean, we you know we can we can sprinkle a little pixie dust, but we can't you know you can't cover the whole thing. No, and um, but you know we played we played with a plastic fork last weekend, man. We had four guys hurt before the season even started. Yeah. That's it gonna was, be rough. It was. It was. You're not, like the big leagues out there having some PO, seven, some opposition <laughs> players on the mound for no you. No kidding. No yeah. kidding. So I mean, I had Dylan ready to go in on the rotation, and 
you know, Eli and Jennings and a few other guys that, yeah. that don't necessarily pitch all the time that can throw the baseball. They're pumped. Oh, yeah, they were. You know, they get, <laughs> we all get that way, man. Put me on the mound, which you guys do yeah. pretty freaking easy. It's I'll pump strikes. Yeah. <clears throat> so, it's, yeah, but it, I, it, I I don't know. I, I pitched I pitched in ninth grade. Yeah. And um, I, I was a knuckleball dude <laughs> in ninth grade. Now you throw a parachute BP. I did not. No, I threw good BP last night. <clears throat> John asked me if I took a gummy. Because I was throwing BP. <laughs> He's like, what are you, like on some edibles or something over there? <laughs> I, never, I never throw BP. But I'll tell you what, you know, the biggest thing, it's not lifting. Like when I when I lifted and did everything, I was yeah. all tight. I couldn't even throw. Now I just hit golf balls and. You ready to go? Oh, yeah, I can I can throw beeps, man. Throwing BP is awesome. How's your BP? How's your BP? You know, I, whenever I throw BP, it's like, hey, we're going to hit off live situations here so I can throw yeah. some balls. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I get <laughs> so I can throw some balls. It's serviceable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I watch. I watch. Uh, Andrew's learning how to be a good leader. He sat yeah. in a chair all last night Perfect. and just watched yeah, everybody. He's delegating. He's learning. He's learning. That's true when you left, though. That was that was a long that was a long day for you. Yeah. yeah. Here at seven till nine. I don't, I don't I don't have mercy for that. I, we did it for fifteen yeah. years, sixteen <laughs> years. I'm like I have no mercy, man. Long you day. Know. Long no. days at the park, so what it is. I'm driving here and thinking, okay, the, you know, what's got to go on on the fields? So who's going to line the fields? Who's doing that? Kits uh, and them, kits or and them, and then we're going to help. You. We're going to edge the field when we're done here. He's he's wow. anal about the field. I love I'm it. Anal about the edges. I love I like it. The edges. <laughs> he likes the edges, he's so because he looks out his, from his from his desk, he looks out at the field all day long, and the edges mess with him. Yeah. <laughs> How you gonna? What are you gonna do? You can use a shovel. You can use no, the no, weed. They, they have uh, like industrial edger. Okay. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. And are you gonna use a line? No. See that that bothers me. I that part right it. there. I, I, will be straight. <coughs> I don't know if you free ball. I think you eyeball it. No, yeah, he said free ball. Didn't he? Said free ball. I, I, he I did. Close my eyes and yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> he let just free balls draw yeah. the line. Thank God he made it straight. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. Supposed to be a half moon, right? Yeah. 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 Half moon and free balls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's like porn, man. That's like <laughs> come to the tuck and see Andrew. <laughs> free balling with his moon out. <laughs> Edging. <laughs> you like the you like the grass coiffure. <laughs> oh, USA baseball, Andrew. It's coming. Dude, I so I went up to New York. Oh well, not New York. I went up to New Jersey. I call yeah, you like like Newark is the armpit. It was it's the most horrible place I've ever been in. In my life, I've been through Newark my whole life. Yeah, either in the airport, get in a car, drive to Long Island, or go up to Pennsylvania somewhere. That's right, much about it. Yeah. That's it. I've never spent multiple days there. Yeah, and but now uh, there are nice turf fields in the middle, like literally in the middle of Newark. Yeah, you know, you can go get some uh, some nice pizza or some uh, Portuguese food. Passaic. I flew into Newark. I stayed in Newark, but we were in. But they don't even call it Passaic. What it's called? Passac. Passaic. If you live there, it's you know. Yeah, I don't even I don't know. Passaic. Passaic. That's what they call Pasek. it. Passaic. Yeah. yeah, not Passaic. Yeah, I don't know. I don't venture up there too much. <laughs> it's like it was horrible. <laughs> it, was, it was a horrible place. And then so I think, okay, I'm in New Jersey. I'm gonna order a meatball sub. I haven't had a really good meatball sub in a long time. Yeah, food no, poisoning. No good. <laughs> guy from India brought it. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, it's like I gotta come down and get my food. He's like, hey, take me to Maji. Like, I want to like Vinny <laughs> delivering my freaking sub. Yeah. Not the. Not but, happening. So we went. So we went to Passaic. Angel Lugo, who runs our northeast up there for us, did a great job. Really, really nice field. 
um, built for football and baseball. So okay. it's got the rectangular outfield. So you, you go down the right field line, you have like a normal fence, and then it jets all the way out to accommodate a football field. They put in the box in it, then it goes back down. But, you know, Turf Field um, ran a lot of good stations, had a really good staff with them. Angel has really good people that are engaged. Um, the And they're trying to get more inner, inner city kids involved. So it was predominantly Latino, um, not more African-American than, than white. So it was it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool to see, but I'm the only dude out there that doesn't speak Spanish. <laughs> I'm like, you know, trying to know what's going and on. And they're all like, hey, you know, like how he's asking me, like, you know, how many, how many fungos and whatever. I'm like, I don't even ask that guy. <laughs> ask that guy. So, but um, you know, so saw a couple uh saw some good talent, you know, um, saw some really good younger talent. What ages were you there for? They had all the way from eleven all the way, they actually had ten years there. But they 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 did a good job in in blocking them off. So they right, ran right. stations per age group. Okay. So they made sure. I think there was six six age groups, six stations, and uh, so they, they they moved it around pretty good. And you know you got to, you got to you got to see. But there was definitely some Latin flair, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was some. There was some. That's cool. That's fun. That's fun to be around. <clears throat> it was it was fun. It was a yeah. long day, but it was uh, it it was fun. You could see the raw talent. You know, up there, and and most of those kids, because Angel did this for free. It was it was a USA NTIS combine, and Angel did it for free. Very nice. And um, so you saw the you saw the raw talent come out, then you got to realize, like, yeah, these kids don't have the resources to sure, you know, to go do a perfect game or get lessons or do whatever. You know, they play. That's how they get better. Exactly. They just play, and hopefully, they practice and um, they run into a Mel Zitter somewhere along the way that you know that actually knows the game and. Uh, and takes care of it. But there was, there was, you know, you could see some, some really raw, strong, strong kids. So we'll see when it comes when we get to get to carry. I'm concerned about gas prices and people traveling now. Sure. You know, even plane tickets, right? Well, think about California and think about California and and the Pacific Northwest. And I mean, everybody from the other side of the, from the West, you know, now you got to get on a plane. If it gets here, if it, if it gets here, right? It's not even like you, my cousin Rich, Crazy Rich, was supposed to come in and be part of the podcast today too, and he uh, his plane got canceled last night. My mother in law is going to California with her friends. She left last night to the airport, mm -mm, canceled. Wow, you know, I mean, and I'll tell you, man, I walked through the airport the other day. I've never like I've always been like when you get in your tickets and you get in the kind of you know the cattle run and you know and you just it's just people everywhere. Yeah. Not when you get inside the terminal. When you got it, I got inside the terminal. You couldn't even walk to your packs. gate. Yeah, I mean, it was just masses coming this way, masses going that way. <clears throat> so, what's going to happen when all these people have to start to travel? How many times are you going to go to Lake Point and spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars? See, so that goes back to the point. What about the families that couldn't afford to do it before this? Right. right. Now, where are they at? <clears throat> so it's it's insane. It is. It, it's it is crazy. So, you know, opportunities being lost, families, you know, putting themselves in positions to, you know, have to make choices whether to, I don't know, get the car fixed or actually try and drive the car to Atlanta to see if you're, you know, right. your, your kid's going to get a chance to, uh, to be involved. But yeah, probably not um, go at all, really. <clears throat> but so getting back to USA baseball, we got on a tangent there. We, so that was a, that was a good event. We have our regionals coming up. Yep. Tennessee starts next week. And then we have Virginia. And then Florida, us, Pennsylvania, and then New York. Yeah. 
So yeah, we're we're rocking. And, and then after that, then we're in Cary for then three weeks. Cary. Yep. You coming? Maybe. Maybe. I'm a maybe. You're a maybe. You yeah. Be home? Will you be home by then? Or you still think, there? Uh, I think I, I get my last day up there is August nineteenth. Oh, okay. That you're fine then. Yeah. yeah we you can. come for the last week. Yeah. Don't even go home. Mary doesn't need to see you. We want to see you more than Mary, probably. <laughs> She's like, ah, yeah. Keith's coming yeah. home. Now go to Carrie. Yeah, go to Carrie. <laughs> yeah. I'm not ready for you. I need another week off. Exactly. Yeah. So that's that that's a crazy um process for us because we, you know, we want to see as many kids as we possibly can that are talented. Mm-hmm. And you you're taking it down per region to two teams per region. Yeah. Eighteen man rosters is the highest number, and then sixteen is the uh the uh the lower numbers because you got a lot of two A kids. You get the higher ones, you can bring in, age, you right. bring in more POs and stuff like that. But <clears throat> you know, and then we have to go ahead and select two teams. So you imagine the national team after all this thing's done, now you gotta whittle it down to one and explain to it like this is this is a great environment to go put yourself in because of the things that we're talking about, right? Right, right? Find out where you fit in the mix, find out if you're good enough to get there. If you're not then go work at being better mm-hmm. or, you know, don't do it again. Right. You know, but a lot of times people will not come or dive into these USA events because one, they're not used to being cut if they're, even if they're good. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause we have to, we got to, there's a lot of kids that are good that sure. we just got to say, you didn't make it, man. We're just, we're in a numbers game and uh, you know, we got to pick and choose. So um, they don't, you know, they don't figure out how to fight through it, but you have to get in environments where you're matching yourself up all the time. Where you, I think a lot of them are lost when they start seeing other players that look, and I say this look bigger, faster, stronger, they get very easily intimidated. Mm -hmm. They see a kid that's six feet tall, 180 pounds, whatever. You're just assuming that the guy is so really good and they're so much better. You don't know. And if you, I just felt like that never bothered me. I used to love that. I'm sure you did being a smaller guy yeah. that you actually like thrived upon that where, Hey, you know, I, I don't, doesn't matter what he looks like. I know that I'm better than him. Right. And we're going to go prove it on the field in, a, in an hour, whatever. Yeah. And so that's, I think the mindset that a lot more, you know, kids have to take. Well, we had where, uh, Aaron Rude last year. Well, Aaron Rude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was what? Five foot. No, Jackson Rude. Jackson Rude. Jackson Rude. His dad's Aaron. That's right. <coughs> yeah. Kids like what? Five one, 14 years old. Had some but big hits for us. Grinder, man. Just yeah. unbelievable. Little hockey player, too. You ever yeah. seen his videos on oh, his yeah. hockey? Yeah. This kid, this no. kid he goes around and smashes on people. Yeah. It's outstanding. Well, there you go. Get <laughs> <laughs> the heart of the lion. And he and he was skill set kid. Yeah. So was he bigger and strong and fast as everybody else? No. But you hit him ground balls. Yep. You throw BP, fundamental swing, just not strong enough. High, high baseball IQ. Remember standing around throwing? I'm like, dude, you're my bench coach. You sit right here. <laughs> you know, we'll go through this together. Um Great family too, mm-hmm. awesome family, and you see those guys. So that's that goes back. I mean, there's a lot of things that are starting to mesh in this in this podcast today is projectability, right? Mm-hmm. You know, scouts are the best at that. Scouts are really good, especially guys that are that are projecting on high school high school kids. Not necessarily, I won't say college guys because college guys are physical and they're close to their man body, and there's you know, there's a lot of tweaking along the way, but yeah. they're close to being what they're going to be. And scouts that have been doing it for a long time. Right. I think that clearly they're better because they have experience. It's, it's right. definitely not as easy as people think it is. I'll, I'll tell Especially you. at early ages because, like, 20, some of the 2026 families are like, hey, what are you what are you seeing? It's like, this kid, he still probably has five inches yeah. to grow. You can't even <laughs> tell what he's going to be. He doesn't have a hair under his arm yet. <laughs> exactly. What do you want me to tell you? <laughs> you know, but we saw some, we saw some, 
some very draftable kids in the All-Star game. Oh, yeah. Certainly. Yeah. 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 We definitely saw some draftable kids, some combine-type kids that uh, at least should be follows, mm-hmm. I would I would think. Was I one of them? I was out yeah. there, right? You were out yeah. there, yeah. Mainly for the edging, yeah, because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you don't because you don't use a string. Yeah. You, yeah, you just three ball the edges. You <laughs> 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 you good at that, Andrew? Yeah, no. uh, <clears throat> you're really good at that. But yeah, so that, I mean, it, we saw the the Baird kid. Yeah, that Tyler was Baird. that was that was special. Yeah, Tyler Baird. Um, Dion Brown. I mean, I'm I, like I haven't seen enough of this kid to He's know. Good. I think I think he's I think he's a good athlete. I think he's a good he's he's a good position guy. He could play a position in college. I don't think that that's his. I mean, he had he had electricity coming out of that arm, man. Yeah. I mean, it was loose and it was that was pretty special. That was that was interesting to see. And he had great composure, mm-hmm. you know. Kind of that I know I'm good, you know. Here it is. Let's get after it. The Baird kid was the same way. You saw some kids with talent come out there and just try to do a little too much, sure, sure, you know, and then force the zone and you know not. Uh, not as comfortable. Um, <clears throat> you even yeah. saw some kids nervous out there because they have this high level competition they're not used to. Right. I mean, it, I, there was nobody out there that didn't belong out there. Right. That's you know, and you rarely see that in you know certain events. I mean, in these type of showcase events, it's right. at, at camps and things right. like that. You go to they're like these guys that these kids going to the Clemson camp that don't even you know don't have a clue. They're not gonna play at Clemson. Never even gonna get close to Clemson. Right. You know, but know. <clears throat> but that's I. They're, I mean, position-wise across the board, impressive, mm-hmm. you know. Um, if, if you had to pick one spot that I was kind of like, okay, not really like wowed by anything was catching. I wasn't like overly like, no, okay, yeah. there's something, you know, here. But they were good. Don't get me wrong. They were good. But not, you know, you didn't see that, you know, yeah. you didn't see the bear behind the plate. You know, you no, see I the still think they're maybe kind of still figuring out a little bit. They're figuring out how to adjust to new pitchers, get on the same, yeah. you know, communicate with them. Um, sometimes I feel like they try to do, thing, do things a little bit too quickly back there. You know, I feel like they have to slow the game down almost more than anybody else. They're, they're a little bit jumpy and a little yeah. bit, you know, into the looks part of it as well. You know, and, and the one knee catching is taking over. So yeah. we're not sold on that yet, but. We'll see. I wonder if that two yeah. knees will ever come. If the uh, two if, knees, if, if conventional <laughs> catching where you're off both of your knees will come back. Well, I'll just get an amputee. Just <laughs> <laughs> you, you block everything. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Uh, no, I was I was I was happy with it. I was I was imp- I was impressed with it with the the makeup of the kids too. There were a yeah. lot of you know, look you in the eye, talk to you. You know, happy to be there, engaging, and that I'll tell you, up in all those the Latino kids when I was up there, they were all that way. Yeah, they were all personable, jumping out. Hey, what now? Yeah, you yeah. Know, what are you doing here? You know, typically, like, typically yeah. they are. It was a, uh, it was, it was a lot of, it was a lot of fun. And the scouts loved it too for the All Star game. Yeah, the recruiters that were here and the scouts were here. I mean, they, you know, again, we'll, we'll that thing will grow. Um, along well, with you know their, what? They put in a long day, but they were all in one spot. They didn't have to go anywhere, which right. was probably nice for them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we put them under a tent. Got we had them water. Over. We got them pizza. You know, gave there them a check. And <laughs> it's good stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. You know. But, uh, all right. What else we got? You guys got anything? Else? Oh, Fry. How about Fry yeah. going off now in a different direction on the ranking stuff? Like he's been beating the crap out of uh, yeah, all these hitting gurus. Huh? He's going for everyone now. Yeah, you might be on his list. You never know. Oh, that's okay. I, I can. I'm listen. I, I got a lot of lists. I'm on. <laughs> you made the list. Now. I made the list, man. I'm like, hey, do I get an award? <clears throat> I wish. 
I'd have a lot of money if that was or a lot of awards <laughs> for the list I'm on. Yeah, Fry's definitely not wrong. He's definitely uh, right on with a lot of things he yeah. says, though. Yeah, it's, he's uh, he has he he has flipped some kids though, man. He's definitely not not kids, but coaches. Yeah, in terms of uh, but it's funny because you can see the guys that are afraid to say something towards him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know, the Ananelli guy up in New Jersey, you know him. <clears throat> yeah, their comeback basically, from what I see sometimes on Twitter, is like, oh, you, but you hit like whatever he hit. I don't know what he hit in the big leagues. Yeah. Say 250, 290. I don't even know what 280. 280. They're like, oh, you only hit 280. Like, yeah, <laughs> 280. In the big leagues for yeah, like dude. 15 years, whatever. Yeah, I get that all the time. <laughs> you're a 203 career hitter. I'm like, yeah. yeah. And your career batting average is what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you get it. a check on the first of every month? Yeah. What? Nope. <laughs> 305 in high school. Three, you're 305 in high school? No, no, I was hired. I was just saying that's what probably those guys are. Well, I, you know, I like I like the guys that say they they would have been all league, but their coach screwed them. Yeah, and that was in JV. And that was that was what's going on with him and Antonelli. He's he just went after Antonelli, you know, and and I thought Antonelli puts out some pretty good stuff. He's all into it, you know. I mean, he's one been one of the original guys out there, like Mongero, that's been you know that cat that grabbed the social media and built a business off of it. And uh, I don't know. I mean, if you bring a PVC pipe or you bring anything to swing other than a bat, you know, Jeff's Jeff's not in. No, he's definitely he's definitely not in. So, you know, it, it's like golf. Like you're looking at every single gadget out there. Somebody's going to pull in a gadget. You know, there's, there's a, a, a hitting guy down in, in Rock Hill that is a gadget monster. You know, I mean, but, you know, does it work for some kids? I don't know. You know, it's you know, it might. You know, I mean, I, I I used to like personally swing, and I've done it with our guys here, swing mop handles. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you see that, that that golf tool now where the ball lags, and then you kind of. Yeah. Well, it's like swinging a drive <laughs> with, a, with the club head still on it. Yeah. The, you know, a little bit of drag in the right. swing. Right. And so it's the same thing with the hands. I mean, just, you know, hands hands get ahead of the bat head, and then it snaps through. And so, um, but I haven't swung a mop I mean, here's the thing handle. that I say is, is whatever it is, whatever mm-hmm. position you're going to play, there's so much information out there, probably more now than there ever has right. been. And people online doing videos and, you know, we talk about golf a lot. I'm yeah. always watching the golf Same. videos. But the thing is, what I tell my kids and every other kid that we coach is that you're going to have how, how many coaches, 25 coaches your entire life yeah. that you guys are going to run into. They're going to tell you one thing or the other. If you just gain maybe one thing from most of them, it's probably going to help you out a lot. You certainly can't take everything that I say, everything that you say or Andrew says. Yeah. There's bits and pieces from each guy that are going to help every player. Perfect analogy I ever heard with that because that was a big piece for me because I was a guy like, you know, you you just, you know, I mean, a lot of, and a lot of these kids want to do it too. They want to appease their coach, right? So they're like, coach, what do you think? And then they got another coach two days later, coach, what do you think? Mm-hmm. And, they're, and they're constantly changing. The guy said, it's like panning for gold, right? You take that pan and you dig down into that sand. You got this mound of sand and you sift through it yeah, and yeah. there's a nugget. Right. So you pull the nugget and you keep that nugget. Then you do it's a, it's like building building coaching uh coaching philosophies, right? I've had Certainly. so many different so many different coaches along the way. You take little bits and pieces from all of them. I mean, I loved Joe Madden mm-hmm. in the clubhouse. I loved Charlie Manuel on the field because the, the he brought the clubhouse into the dugout. It yeah. was great, right? Um Larusa was just pff, you know, but even the way that you teach as a coach, right? You probably have changed the way you deliver your messages over the past yeah. twenty or so years. It doesn't, yeah. you know, the way when you were right out of the game, certainly different than teaching kids and how you are teaching now. Oh, absolutely. So it goes to everybody. It goes for yeah. players and coaches. And how many coaches say, "I wish I would have known what I'm teaching now when I was a player." Right, exactly. It'd been a different story. But then it would have been shoved down your throat, and I don't know if I would have been the player that you know that that could have been that. 
you know, handle that that way. I had to figure things out on my own. It's just like, it's like the golf. Like I, like everybody's like, go get a lesson, go get a lesson. Like, I don't want to go get a lesson. Yeah. I don't need a lesson. I mean, I, I, I mean, yeah, I've, I've, four under, I've, you don't need a lesson. no, I know. And <laughs> I, I got you, dude, you get, you're going to be like, Holy cow. I, I better get back to the range. Cause no, yeah. yeah, dude, I'm not, and, well, and again, and, and you're not going to over pour so. my glass all freaking, <laughs> he got, he got me so baked one time Yeah. that I had no idea. Like, I'm like, Dude, I just thought I had a sip of that like the whole time. By the time I was, I was like, "That's his trick." Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. He had to take me down that way. Not this time, though. Well, you get the senior tees now, so you're old enough. No, I'm going. I'm going. We're going from the blacks. <laughs> I'm striking my four iron, brother. Striking it. And you better keep it in play. <laughs> I'll keep it in play. Right. I'll take ten percent off. <laughs> but all right. Well, I don't know if we got anything else today, man. We've been pounding a lot and uh all good we got to get the fields ready right yeah. keith you gonna go throw with uh with craddock uh I'll, yeah I'll see if they're around i know i'm gonna grab my son this afternoon so i'll go throw with them if they're around did you did you text him did yeah you, yeah did he answer i don't think so you don't think so you must not be cool enough for him well you gotta i don't think so so we're gonna we're taking we're taking uh into a 2023 event a 2025 arm that's realistically a 2026 arm mm-hmm and a 2026 arm. Right. So we realistically, we're going to take two 15-year-old. Is Caden 15 yet? He's 14. He's 14, 15 into it. Now, you know who did that? It was uh, Cozart. I remember the, there was a buzz that he was just eating people up. When he was down there. I was, was actually was, down there in Florida <clears throat> that year because I took Andrew down there. So we're talking probably 2019, I guess yeah. that was, when he went down there. And he was uh, – He's probably like 87. Yeah. You know, it's like a 12 year old or something. Caden's been number. there. What's Caden yeah. been up to? 85. 85. 85. Yeah. And um, so I put, I, I had to put out, you know, arms to see. So I put out Johnson and Caden and Craddock, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, that was because they only asked for three and they wanted top, you know, whatever. Doesn't mean the other guys aren't to be seen, but, you know, the, you we'll got to find out what attracts them over there so they can see everybody else. No, yeah, right, right. Listen, they got a long way to go. I think Kate yeah. has a long way to go, but I think that as long as you see improvement each and every yeah. year, that's all you can ask for. Yeah, this is. It, I mean, as much as we want to win when we go down there, mm-hmm. you know, I just want those guys coming off the field being better because this right now means nothing in terms of it, realistically. It's just getting them prepared for college. So, like you said, go in and take somebody's job or figure out what it's going to take. Yeah, and if you beat that curve because you see so many players going into college right now that don't know how to play the game mm-hmm. don't understand you know it's like you know the pitching is the biggest piece for me watching o2 guys right o2s o2s or one twos or two twos not being able to bury a pitcher afraid to throw a pitch you get a, a chase pitch right they just keep trying to split the dish split the dish keep getting in trouble explaining that to them you know it's no i agree. i totally agree with that <clears throat> i think that um it's nice if they can pound the zone and get to the o2 one two yeah. And then they got to figure out how to put guys away. Um, it's I don't think it's as easy as as we think it is, but they need to kind of get better at it. The problem I feel like with breaking balls and they're trying to bury stuff, and they threw a great pitch maybe 0-1 to get to 0-2, and now, and we're all guilty of this, I'm going to make this even nastier or better. Yeah. You don't yeah. always have to make it nastier and better. Right. Just make it the same, right. which is really what we're talking about. Just if you're consistent and you have your put-away curve or slider, fastball, Make it that you don't when you try to just muscle up and make things nasty as possible or nasty. See, but that 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 is the makeup of 
a guy that pitched in the big leagues or played in the big leagues or played certainly we always try to be better than sure you know and and realistically we've peaked at a certain point we right, can't right, get right, much right. better right you know i mean it's so it, these guys go ahead and they do that they just continuously the athlete just wants to do something more special something more, more special. special yeah and then it does it ends well, up we had that happen this weekend <clears throat> and that kid ended up pitching an extra what 10 12 pitches um in that inning so like, so, yeah so some of these kids don't realize hey we're keeping them on pitch counts and they're not trying to get out of the inning as quick as they can to let right. the defense work. It's more of, hey, we're trying to just shut the door on all these guys and pitch as many strikes. Speaking of pitch counts, I'm glad you brought that up. What you got? I'm going to say, the York, what is it, American Legion coach, threw a kid 107 pitches, right? Not horrible. Oh. Three innings. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Three innings. And the kid, I'm like, dude, it's a committed kid. It's a committed kid. One of our guys? No. 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 There's no one. No one. No one said anything. Obviously, the parents didn't say anything. That. That. I'm like, dude. Are you serious? Like, you absolutely let that happen to you? Yeah. You know, and your parents didn't say anything either. So, I mean, a lot of the parents don't even know. Don't. Right? They you know, they have they're, they're clueless about it. They're not even. You know, you're not counting the pitches. No. But you threw 107 pitches in three innings. How many of those were balls, yeah. dude? Like. How many? I mean, how bad was your defense? That's thirty. That's what 35, 35, 35 pitches an in inning. Yeah, that's crazy. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. And the and the dude left him out there. I'm surprised the time limit didn't get him. That's a freaking. That's a lot of pitches. So, not good. The York American Legion coach. <laughs> Even if my pitcher says like they feel fine, I'm still pulling them out after. I mean. 60 pitches, I and mean, that's if a kid throws 30 pitches in an inning, you better have all eyes on him in the next inning. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if he gets out of that okay and he comes out. in like I feel okay, all right, you know, that's yeah, pushing right. it at 30, especially in his heat, too. That's pushing it at 30. But if you if you get in trouble, yeah, early you're out, you're done. It's a lot, it's way too much. Um, congratulations, Derek Backage, Michigan yeah, coach. Yep. Um, six, six million, four years, something like that. Good for him, yeah. good for him, man. He, he was he was making about Eighty-five at Maryland. Wow, wow! And then went to Michigan. Yeah, guy, I think he got four hundred at Michigan. Now he's like uh, tri- almost tripled. Yeah, but he's you know he's done, he, he's done, he's done a good job. He's yeah. done everywhere he's gone. He's built programs, and I, I like what he did at Vanderbilt because he brought diversity into Vanderbilt. He mm-hmm. figured out how to how to beat the system in terms of bringing kids with need. Now we're telling what was the uh, the player that we saw that we um yeah, the, the Latino kid we saw two years ago he's an outfielder three years ago outfielder. Pitcher. Oh, was that um Andre Madugno? Madugno. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> it was unbelievable. He ended up at Vandy. Freak, yeah. I'm calling Maryland and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, we know about him. Ends up at Vandy. <laughs> <laughs> so all good. All good. I'm I'm off. I'm I'm done. Off your rocker? I came in, I came in hot today. Off your rocker, huh? Yeah, I was a little bit uh good stuff. Good stuff, Good always, stuff. man. And we appreciate Keith you being here doing this. Andrew always. Well, this is Keith's last show, especially for the summer. That's right. We'll have summer. to. Let, yeah, he's yeah, got to go back to Jersey. Jersey, trying to make a living. <laughs> trying to make a living. <laughs> take, come back take, to golf. You got, you got, you got. Uh, it's like like a man. We got like. High maintenance women, man. They, they, <laughs> they need to look good, dress good, feel good. That's know, right. And uh, that's all we like. Them. She says, "I'm high maintenance." <laughs> you are. You are. Yeah, you are. I am. Yeah. Am I high maintenance, Andrew? Yeah. I am. I know I am. Be particular. <clears throat> I am. I am particular. So we appreciate everybody. Another week, Shafe Baseball Report. We will uh 
either look to do Wednesday or Friday next week, depending yeah. on uh, what our schedules lay out to be. So, well, you're gone Wednesday. You're gone like Tuesday. I actually Black leave Bear. Tuesday. Yeah, so we'll have to do uh, maybe a satellite. Yeah. We'll okay. Figure it out. All right, we'll figure it out. Sounds good. All right, peace out. Thanks.